Sometimes you gotta open with a classic. Or what you've heard a number of times that you consider to be a classic. So, just remember, she drives me crazy. Plus, we've got to have, we've got to have a little heart. I know. Huh? Wait, what? That's not Heart. No, it was Lizzie Hale and Hailstorm with their covering Heart. Get the pun? And the first one was FYC, Fine Young Cannibals, She Drives Me Crazy. Now, <laughs> I apologize for the background you're going to hear behind me. Uh, I'm actually outside. I'm actually recording this outside. Right next to me is the Boeing plant. So right across, there's like a, I think it's the Cedar River. That's right next to me. So right across the Cedar River, and I could basically just take like six gigantic steps and jump across it because it's fairly shallow, is like seven or eight Boeing 737s. And I can see them pretty clearly. And just to my right is a, let's call it a parking lot, for the Boeing Renton plant for the 737s because we're right next to the, right near the plant where they build them. And you can hear a seaplane going over my head right now. So I, I used to do this a while ago, record some episodes outside and record them live, outside anyway. And then I thought I'd do this again, see how it, see how it comes across, see how anyone, everybody likes it. But I wanted to get into talking about some things, misconceptions, things that I don't quite get from what other people have said. Now, everyone has, everyone knows that I adore Las Vegas. I've been there, I've been to Vegas, and probably there's probably a better way to say this. I've been to Vegas just about as much times as I have skin cells on my body. <laughs> or the average person has skin cells on their body. That is to say, I've been to Vegas quite a bit. So I have a lot of... And I mentioned this before in a previous episode that I that I was, that I I was talked in. That I talked in. No, in a previous mention, episode that I danced in. <laughs> of course, a previous episode that I talked in. Um, there's a, a, a things that I've that I've heard about Vegas and that I've experienced in Vegas that I don't really get, that I hear a lot of buffet reviews and I hear a lot of people that are slamming the review at Excalibur 
And I'm not a foodie. I am by no stretch of anyone's imagination a foodie. I just... Food doesn't intrigue me in the sense of making an art form. And I get it. I get why people people like Gordon Ramsay or... Or... Oh, God, I, I'm fudging up his name here. Brown. Um, Guy Fieri. I get that. I get people why people like... And I know Guy Fieri isn't a chef. But I get why people who are chefs take cooking seriously. And cooking is their art form. And I strongly applaud that. And I give them all my love and all my support. And I say, keep going with what you're doing. Don't let me or anyone else dissuade you. And I would, pr- and I would hope that you don't. Uh, but I just, at least from my point of view, I always see it as why does food have to be ornate when you give it to me? I don't care if some food that you give me looks like the Mona Lisa or looks like a Renaissance painting. Can I eat it? Good. That's that's my goal. If I can eat my goal is to eat the food and whether or not it looks good makes no difference to me so when you're cooking something I'm not your audience I don't want you to cook something artistic for me I'm, I'm not someone you want to impress what will impress me is if it tastes good and if I can eat it that's, that's all so whether or not a people say the Excalibur buffet is next to garbage or trash first of all it's not I will strongly disagree with that. And second of all, it's food. It's not there to to look like it belongs in the Louvre. It's there to be edible to you and to eat it. And some, some I understand that certain people have have refined tastes or different palates than obviously I do, or that a lot of people I know do. But artistic food is just not for me. So I want to be able to, if I'm going to someplace, having going to someplace where I can eat something, I want to be able to eat it, not look at how pretty it is. That's so. I strongly disagree with people saying that the Excalibur or any other buffet like it is trash. It's not. It's 100% definitely not. Um, I remember the several times that I've been there, thinking it's one of the better buffets out there. Now you're. If you find a buffet on the Strip or in downtown that's for under $30, please tell me where it is because I want to go there. And I know some of you are thinking South, uh, South Point or off the Strip, maybe Aliante or the M or something like that. But please please tell me. I want to go there. But you're, all, the, all the buffets that you're probably going to find on the Strip or downtown are probably not going to be for less than 20 30 bucks you're probably just not going to find that now the food is good and all the buffets that i've been to the food is enjoyable i like it uh i like the excalibur's buffet i think everything is set out there nicely you can get to what you want you can find what you want and it feel it, it tastes like it's money well spent like you're getting your value getting your dollars worth now i like it and take that for what it's worth and I totally, I totally think it's cool, and I totally get that. Now, I've also heard that people say Vegas is not for families. If you're going there, don't take your family there. Well, I think that's a load of bullcrud. I think that's 
Vegas is, is, is a little bit more adult, but it's just as susceptible to family vacations as any other place in the world. Maybe not so much as a place like Disney, but it's just susceptible to family vacations as anywhere else in the world. There are places within the casinos and in downtown that you can do family stuff. You can see family stuff and find family places to do. Now, just remember, when you go to Vegas, there's that the strip in downtown is not all there is to do. There's things outside of the, the Valley of Fire, uh, Red Rock Canyon. And don't make the same mistake that I have. The Red Rock Canyon you're going to go to out there is not the Red Rock Canyon that you see concerts in. That one's in Colorado. I made that huge mistake the last time I was out there. I looked at it and I went, ooh, Red Rock Canyon. Maybe we can see... Maybe we can see a great concert there or a great show there. Nope. Not the Red Rock Canyon you're thinking of. <laughs> that one, like I said, that one's in Colorado. This, Nonetheless, this is gorgeous. Red Rocks all around. It's, it's, un, it's stunning. The views around Las Vegas are absolutely stunning. Now, people can say to the contrary that from the the topographical and geological placement of Vegas. And Vegas is in a bowl. And there's mountains that are surrounded. And it's in the bottom of a basin or a bowl. So, but if you look around Vegas when you visit, it is very scenic. You can, uh, like I said, Valley of Fire, uh, Red Rock Canyon. You can go to the Hoover Dam. And take, yes, you're going to hear it a lot when you do this tour, when you go there. So let me be the first to continue it and start it. You're going to go on that damn tour. Now, yeah, Hoover Dam, damn tour. They say that a lot. So that's the pun. So it's there's a lot to do outside of the Ethel M. Chocolate, Chocolate Company. There's a lot, or Chocolate Factory. There's a lot to do outside of Vegas that's in Henderson, in Summerlin, in other areas. That is not just the Strip and downtown. And if, if, if you are reserved to the Strip and downtown and you are planning to stay there, there's plenty of stuff to do. Now, a lot of people say Vegas is a weekend vacation. Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's, to me, and this is coming from someone who adores the city. That has never been the case. Vegas is Vegas is definitely not 100% not a weekend trip. You can't you can't devote a, a vacation there. You can't devote time there to 3 days. There's just it, there's too much to do. And I enjoy I I love it. I like going through the casinos and walking through and and just taking it there's something about the city that's unlike anything else in the world just like just like out here in Seattle my beloved Seattle I adore the city um, there's just like I adore Vegas in New York there's there's something about the city that is unlike anything else on the planet you'll never see a city anywhere else on the planet like Vegas like Vegas no matter how many other cities have institutions or have areas that are like it You'll never experience another Vegas anywhere. You'll never experience another Seattle anywhere. 
and another New York anywhere. It's just, it's, it's not going to happen. It won't occur. There, there are billions of other places to go and billions of other places to see. So I would look, if you're, if you ever plan on going back to Vegas, I would look at it with, you know, take everyone's opinions to heart in the sense of, you know, look up, there's, there's a channel I'll mention at the end of the episode here. Um, take his, take um, his opinions into consideration of Las Vegas and take tips and pointers. But take, it with, take everyone's opinions with a grain of salt and realize, make up your own choices regardless of what I say and regardless of what anyone else says. Make up your own choices. Divide, divulge, devise your, that's the proper word, devise, your own opinions from what you gather from being there. And don't let anyone else's other opinions dis, uh, dissuade you or discourage you. Because like I said, you will hear the people say that certain buffets, Excalibur, other buffets, are just utter trash. And they're not. They're definitely 100% not. Let me be the contradictory person to that. They're not that way. So, you know, and I also also go into Vegas, go into the area, go into the city, thinking, first of all, you're on vacation. Like I say about the cruise I'm about to go on with my parents. How, how much time are you going going to spend in the room? You're in Las Vegas. You're on a cruise. Probably very, very little, if any, at all. So, do you really need to be looking at a place to stay that's like $200 a night? I would say no. Um, I would love the luxury to stay at the Aria or to stay at the Cosmo. I would love that. But it's not its not something that I would actively look for. It's not something that I would take into consideration. Because, like I said, how much time am I going to spend in the room or in the cabin on a cruise? Probably next to none. Um, and so does it really have to... Yes, you have to be comfortable. But you could be comfortable at the Excalibur at the Strat, at at the at the Sahara, which used to be the SLS, um, you can be comfortable there, and they're great hotels. But you don't need all the glitz and glamour of, and the luxury of the Aria of the Cosmo. It would be great to stay there, and and I would love it. But you don't need it. Now, and that's that's just that's just, uh, it's just now. I will say this. I will say, and I will emphasize it more when I say in the, when I talk about New York City. But Vegas is a city where you do not need a car. If you want to rent a car, get a car, go for it. God bless you. But in Las Vegas, you don't need one. You can walk. You can get you can get the Deuce, or you can ride the monorail up and down the Strip. You don't. And there's different like shuttles, shuttles, different. Um, trams from casino to casino you can get around without using a car there's Lyft and Uber and you hear things like that you hear stories and people saying that Vegas is a tough city to find an Uber or a Lyft in and you'll hear stories of people saying that they got to McCarran which I know is which I know now is Harry Reid when they got to McCarran they ordered a lift and they said the lift would be there in 10 minutes, 20 minutes, and the time kept going up. And they ended up having to wait an hour to an hour and a half for the lift or the Uber to arrive. I have had lift for almost three or four years, and that has never, ever, ever, 
ever been the case, no matter where I go. In no city on the planet has that ever been the case. I, will, I can always get a lift ride when I request it. Granted, it's probably within 10 or 20 minutes, but that's reasonable. I can always get a lift ride at any hour of the day or night, within 10 to 20 minutes after I order it, no matter what city I go to. So, in my experience, the legends and the stories of people not getting lift rides are just utter bunk. Just, they don't, it doesn't happen. So, it could, maybe it has happened to other people. Um, but, in my recommendation, in my experience, it doesn't happen. So, I would look not just in things that you would want to do on the strip and things that the city means to you and what you're looking for to get out of it, looking to get out of it. I would take these recommendations into consideration and look outside of the city and these tours that I've mentioned and things that you can do and things that you can find, you'll probably see a lot. I'm also going to, I've also always said the two main vacations, the two trips I've adored going on that I would go on in a half a second are Vegas and cruising. They're about equal. Um, they're just in, there's there's something just like there's something in the city there's some aura about the city of Las Vegas there's an aura about cruising that you can't compare that can't compare to something else you can't compare it to other cruises you can't compare it to Vegas you can't compare it to New York or to Seattle you just can't there there's nothing there's nothing like it so there, so I I have been on. This will be my third one. My I'm going on a, like I said. I'm going on a cruise in June. My third one with my parents, with my mom and my stepdad, and that that is something I've been heavily looking forward to. I have repeatedly said, and I will tell anyone that I know for a fact that angels and saints exist because my mother is one. Um, that's, and I have, and maybe it's just me, but there's never anything that a kid can do, from my point of view, that a kid can do to let their mother know how much they love her and how much of a saint she is to them. Um, I have I know I realize in all my years on the spinning globe that there have been things I'm not perfect and I will never I will never tell anyone that I am or that I could ever be perfect I, I can't I just can't be perfect it's not possible but I know I haven't there's things I've done wrong and things that that I've that I could could have done better that I've been off on so I freely admit that, but I admit, I also admit that my mother, like I said, I know for a fact angels and saints exist because my mother is one, um, that she has, I am who I am because she's, I give her all the credit. She raised me to be who I am, and I, I look at the world or I see the world with the mindset that I have because she helped instill that mindset in me. And I kind of have been looking for ways throughout my whole life to, to, to thank her, to, to give back. And 
people, and I know she has said to me several times, and mothers say this to their children all the time, thank you for doing what you do. Thank you for helping us with this, this, and this, this thing we've asked you for. We've asked you if you could help us on. Thank you for lending your help, your support to us. And I know parents say that to their kids all the time when the kids help out. But I know, um, I know my, my producer, her mother, has said that has said that to her all the time. Thank you for helping out. And my mom says that to me all the time. Thank you for being who you are and, and assisting us and helping us out. And I just, it's, I think nothing of it. To me, it's like, you're welcome. I, it's nothing, it's no issue for me because that's what a kid, that's what a child does for their mother. That's how, that's, that's what, that's what I do for mom. That's not something I have to put thought to. It's just, that's what I do. And so, the option came to me, our mom presented the option to me that uh, I know some, my siblings and some other family were going to France this fall. And mom presented me the offer of how would you like to do something with us, meeting her and my stepdad. And I, she said, well, how, how they're big into cruising. And she said, how would you like to go on a cruise with us? And I couldn't say yes fast enough. Like I barely, I barely got, I barely got the word yes out cohesively or clearly. I think I might have stumbled over it a few times. Um, and it's not just because. Uh, uh, okay, honestly, a very small amount of it has to do with the fact that I adore cruising, that I love cruising. That's a that's a part of it. The other part of it is it's, is it's with them. And I know humans are moral beings. And I know that's just what the life is like. That's just what it is. But that has never factored into me. I've always thought that every moment that I get to, that I can do something for them or that I can hang out with them is something that I, something that I want to do. And the wind just kicked up behind my head. So that may be what you're hearing. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, I, was just, I just wanted to hang out with them. And I, like I said, I couldn't say yes fast enough. So I desperately wanted to. And I am going to, I'm going to see if, what, what my plan is, is I'm going to see if I can do a live, the, the podcast, The Uncty Fiasco Live. I may be able to do a live from the ship coming in June. And tune into that on Facebook. Uh, also check out the podcast Facebook community, The Young T Fiasco. And there's going to be lives. We're going to do lives. I'm going to try to do a live from the ship and show everybody what it's like and my view and what it means through my eyes. And I may, I'm going to try to do this as frequently or as often as I can. Now, like I said, I'm going to be on there with mom and my stepdad. So, it may be not be as often as I originally hoping for, but I'm going to try to do it at least once or twice. Now, then that's going to be fun. So, one of the original questions that I've been asked several times was, when, when you go on the cruise, or when we go on the cruise, do you have any cruise line loyalty? Like Carnival, Norwegian, Royal Caribbean, Holland America, Princess, stuff like that. And 
I said no. I mean, the last two cruises I've been on were Disney and Carnival, but I have no I have no loyalties at all. I don't I don't care. There are things that there are when I look at what the different lines do. There are things that I might prefer. Like, I might prefer Royal Caribbean or Carnival to, let's say, Norwegian Princess or Holland America, but I really, honestly, I, I really don't care. It's, it's a cruise on a ship. I'm not going to be picky about what line is doing it. Like, I'll just see... Honestly, we'll, we'll get on, and the ship is, is going to be the MS Koenigsdom, and... We're going to get on the ship, and I'm not going to care that it's Holland America. We're like, we're getting on a Holland America ship. I'd be like, so? It's a cruise ship. I don't really, I don't really care. It doesn't make a difference to me whether it's Holland America, Princess, or Norwegian. or I, Whatever. Um, so, they had said, since they have... Oh God! I think I I forget what the what the term for it is. I think it's a mariner number, as far as what Holland America calls it. Different lines may call it different things, but I think maybe it's no frequent flyers airlines. <laughs> I was going to say frequent flyers, I just did, and I thought, well, no, that's wrong because that's airlines. Um, but I know they have they have that for Holland America, and they like Holland America, and they're very frequent. They're very frequent frequent travelers on it and they're very experienced with it so they generally they preferred Holland America and that's what they choose that's what they chose they chose the line and because I didn't care I would it wouldn't make it makes no difference to me they picked it I said I'm fine with that um the only I saw the two ships uh so mom sent me a notification as to what the two ships that were that were traveling to where we wanted to go and I honestly thought Caribbean Alaska. I didn't care. Didn't make made no difference to me, honestly. And Mom picked Alaska because they. It's been a while since they've been up there, and they hadn't been on a cruise the last time they were up there. So they picked Alaska. And I said, "Okay, cool." And they they sent me uh, the two two of the ships that were going up that way that could match the times that we were looking for. And it was the the Vidam or Z Z Ost, not Osterdam. It was something like that, and it was the Koenigsdam. And they she sent me the the two, two ships that were going up that way. And I went on YouTube and found vlogs of the two ships that were open. And I looked at them and I thought, okay, these these two would be great. I would feel totally fine with either one of those but I looked at them to both and I said well honestly the other one one of them looks kind of cramped it looks kind of like it just looked cramped to me this one which was the Koenigsdam this one looks more open it looks more this it looks roomier uh, and I would prefer that if I had a choice between the two I would say the Koenigsdam because like I said it's opener now it's oh it's opener. <laughs> it's it's more open, um, and I said I prefer that. Turns out that it was the first of Holland America's Pinnacle class, which is the largest ship 
and you might hear in the background one of the 737s, the engines is starting up. And here comes the 737. Oh, no, it's not a 737. It sounded loud enough to be one, but the engine noise you just heard, that was a private jet taking off. And man, that had the engine sounds of a 737. A 747. I hope I didn't say 747. So, see, that's 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 why I kind of like recording some things outside. You got to play with what the you got to play with what the environment gives you around you. That's kind of cool. So, yeah, that was a private jet. I think it was a Learjet. Now that I got a quick glance of it, there, there, that was that was cool. That was a lot of fun. Now. The I've been watching vlogs and watching things that that detail what the, what what you can do on the Koenigsdown. I did have a little concern, thinking that that I might not to be able be able to find things that'd be up my alley. But is that really an issue? No, no not really. Not for me. I can. In the same same breath, in the same way, I can say that I can stand. I can stand within feet, maybe hundred yards of Mount Rainier, in absolute silence with absolutely nothing around, just stand there for hours, probably two, usually two, on end, just stand there staring up at the mountain. And it's, I know people are going, "Wow, how do you do that?" But it's, it's like. You, this is an active volcano, and you're standing this close in this, in its presence. How awesome is that? That is incredibly awesome. And you just get reminded of the power of the Earth, but that's another issue. I could stand on a cruise ship and seeing what's going on. Look at what's going on around you. Look at what's occurring all around you, and realize it's occurring on a ship in the middle of the ocean. There's a casino. There's your cabin. I'm going to yawn. I apologize. I apologize for that dead silent pause as I yawn there. Sometimes that just sneaks up on me and I got to go with it. Uh, I It's on a cruise ship. This casino, the, your cabin, these restaurants. It's just cool. It's on a cruise ship in the middle of the ocean. That's awesome. So, I'll, f- I'll find something to do. I'll come up with something to do. And I'll just enjoy being on a cruise ship in the middle of the ocean. Now, yes, I realize you're going up towards the inside passage of Alaska. We're not exactly in the middle of an ocean. But I get it. Uh, plus, I'll be on there with my, with my mom and stepdad. That's ideal. That I'll get a huge kick out of that. And that will extremely, extremely entice me and make it really, really awesome and I get a huge kick out of that. I will love that. There's there's Rolling Stone. I'm going to get some of these names wrong. There's Rolling Stone Live. There's BB Kings. There's Lincoln Center Stage. There's all sorts of cool stuff. And there's, there's, there's a lot of fun and a lot of amazing stuff to do there. And I'll give a trip report on a later episode before we go and we come back and there will be lives during it and there's it's just going to be so much fun and I look I strongly look forward to it so thank you all for sticking around with me as long as you all have listen stick around for a little bit more on the end here 
and pay attention at the end there there will be some of the that that channel I mentioned earlier and the inspiration for me doing the podcast so thank you also for listening for me listening listening along with me stick around for a little more in the end here want to check out the best podcast and best YouTube channel out there true true friends of this podcast check out fantastic cruising over on Apple podcast and all your favorite podcasting devices and services give them a five-star review head on over to YouTube look up fantastic studios give them a five-star review and give them comments they'll love that to death they are the greatest podcast out there give them a shout out Want to check out the best travel vlogger and videos anywhere? Go to Atlantic City, Disney, Six Flags, all along the Atlantic City boardwalk, and go to Vegas. Check out the New York channel, N-U-Y-A-W-K, on YouTube. You will be thoroughly impressed and thoroughly entertained. You will love every second of what you're seeing. Go to YouTube and check out N-U-Y-A-W-K. You'll love what you're seeing. You'll enjoy every second of it. Want to check out the environment, the climate, the planet, and everything we can do to have an impact on it? Check out City Climate Corner on all the podcasting platforms, Apple Podcast, Spotify, on everything. You won't be disappointed. You'll enjoy and love what you're listening to.